You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Code Green. We got ourselves a Code Green. That's that's pretty much how he sounded. That's Is pretty that good. What his voice sounded like. That's a pretty good impression of him, actually. Yeah. So I I'm still not exactly sure what the green part was or what like are there other codes. You know, what? what is the whole list of codes? That's true. They could be colors. They could be animals. They could be, like, human names. You I'm never know. Sure. I'm not sure. But we... But you were a code green. I was definitely a code green, whatever wow. that is. Oh, yeah. He, he, we need a backup. Okay. He needed a backup. He needed... Oh, yeah, because of you. Yeah, the problem. Because of me. Because there was a code green. Because I was a code green. Wow. Yep. Uh, let me tell you. That's I learned my scary. lesson. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, I want to remind everybody, of course, to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you talking about that easy-to-click-on link at the top of the page at FunEmploymentRadio.com? I am indeed, Sarah. Oh, my God. There's a banner right that there that says so Amazon. funny. I just looked at that pretty recently, actually, and I clicked on that no link. Way. I purchased something that I'm very excited about. Fantastic. What was it? Well, I can't tell you because it's a surprise. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, don't worry because we can't see anything that people it's buy true. when they click on the link from our I website. I hate it when you say that. But we can't see we anything. We can't see it. Yeah, I know. We can't see anything oh that people God. buy. We cannot see what you buy. No. So just go to, but go to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> and click on the Amazon link when you're going to be buying anything from Amazon. We can't see what you buy. All right. Uh, we, d- we absolutely no. cannot see what you're buying. No. You make it seem so. Oh, okay. No, but we literally we cannot we see. Cannot it. We do see not what know. You're no, we just appreciate it because then we we get a bonus. Whatever it is that you're buying, uh, Amazon gives us a, a little, little, little quick, a little kickback, little something on the side. Little, you know what I mean? We're getting a little something on the side from Amazon. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's all it is. That's that's all I was trying to say. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon. Amazon is our mistress, right? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yes. Oh yeah. By the way, we talk about it. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, so. so uh, now that's out of the way I do want to say this We've got a special guest Who's going to be joining us here In just a little bit on the show uh, His name is Matt And um, I guess just to give a quick Brief explanation Of what's going on There's there's a very famous band From Portland By the name of Dead Moon Yes And uh, I'm sure well, like any Outside of Portland you, I mean a Worldwide Like any musician yeah. That you know That uh, Basically, everybody that I know is familiar with this with this band, Dead Moon. Dead Moon, and they're they're a band from Portland. They've been around for I don't know since, since the late eighties. Late eighties, mm-hmm. yeah, and a very very famous band. And their drummer is uh, well was a man by the name of Andrew, and he passed away recently. And they've been there's been a lot of benefits for him and all of that that's been going on. And Matt is his brother. And yeah. Matt is a friend of ours, friend of the show, and he's going to be coming in and sitting down and uh, hanging out with us. And also, we did take yesterday off. I do have to ask you, Sarah, before I explain what Code Green is, uh, yes. how, was, how was the coast? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for asking. Yes. The coast was wonderful. I spent time with my, with my mom and pa and my sister and uh, her husband, Michael, and my niece. And uh, that was very fun. Babies cry a lot. Babies do cry a lot. And they go through a lot of diapers. Oh. There are all these things I learned. These are facts that you've discovered. My biggest lesson I learned, though, is if you want to see, like, the saddest, like, a a pretty depressing piece of humanity, all you need to do is go to a casino at 9 p.m. on a Monday night. I'm just saying, if you want to... Why? What what was it like? It's just... 
it's like the saddest casino that I've ever... And it wasn't the casino specific. It was just the type of people that were there at 9 p.m. on a Monday night. Like, I was I was there at 9 p.m. on a, on a Monday night. So, I mean, that's not yeah. saying a lot for me uh-huh. either. But it was just... Like, sometimes, you know, you can kind of lose yourself in a casino and things, you know, there are all kinds of noises and bells and whistles and flashy lights and everything. Right. But this one was just... It's just depressing. It was just, like, just sad? It was just a whole bunch of, like, sad people. Like, was it just, like, buttons. quiet? Kind of, and they were just like sitting there. Like I, I, I saw this old lady go from like two thousand dollars, just hitting a button, not even having fun, to like zero. Can you imagine that? I'm wondering what it's like going into a casino, and if if you were deaf. Oh yeah. Like how depressing must that be without all the sounds to like mask all of that sadness? Mm. Imagine they just muted all the sounds in a casino, and it's just people hitting buttons, staring at a machine over and over. Hitting a button and you don't have the sounds to like distract it. Oh yeah, it that is really like, oh, sad. That is. It would just look like you're like a you know some uh, sort of like a machine yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, they're just sitting there poking a button. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Right, you're getting too real. No, well, I was just saying. All that's, right. that's I never thought about it like that. Now next time I go to a casino, that's all I'm going to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just saying. But anyway, like, so I've it been was to, like, sad. Like, what else? Times. What else was going on with it? It was just a lot of people with their. It was a lot of like. Um, it was kind of sad. there were a lot of older people there. Yeah. Like lots of people in wheelchairs, lots of people with their oxygen tanks. Oh boy, who were like smoking and then with like the oxygen ha- tank. with the oxygen uh-huh. tank. So mm-hmm. I mean, like there's like basically an explosive person next to you everywhere that yeah, you're going. Yeah, like it's you know definitely like waiting for something to detonate. Right. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It was it was so depressing that actually my mom, who loves to like go out because she loves my mom doesn't like gamble a lot of money, but she loves like the, the bells and whistles and the, uh-huh. and the noises. Right. And it depressed <laughs> not her. Unlike, not unlike her daughter. No. And it actually, like, it was so awful. Like, because when we go to Lincoln City, my mom will go to the casino, like, maybe a couple, you know, a couple times a day for, like, an hour apiece. She didn't even go at all. She didn't go back yesterday because she uh-huh. was like, that was just kind of gross on Monday. <laughs> I don't think I want to go back. Like, it broke my mom that really, like, likes going to casinos. Yeah. So wow. Cool. It was. That's a special kind of. Did you so, meet? Did you meet anybody? Talk to anybody? I did meet a nice old lady named Norma. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. She was really nice, and uh, we ended up like she was sitting next to me, and she too was like on the penny machines because I don't uh-huh. really, I don't gamble very much, and I like my money that I have, so like I'll play. Right. Yeah. That's kind of how I am. I'll, I'll I'll gamble a little bit. Yeah. You know, mo- mainly so I can get a free drink. Yeah. Usually is how I do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not into handing over my money very well. I'm also a terrible gambler. Oh, like well, yeah, I sat next to this lady named uh, Norma, who was very sweet, and we ended up like chatting for a little while. Just me, of course. I'm bonding with like, with, like the one like 85 year old like sweet lady in there. We're sitting there yeah. like, hitting our buttons, and she got a bonus, and I'm like, ooh, and watching her bonus, and she was watching mine. So that was my story. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's it was real good. good time. The family, the family was 100% good family. Okay. Fun. Okay. Found a lot of agates uh, on the beach. Okay. Went All hunting right. for rocks. It was very fun. Wow. So tell me more about uh, Code Green. Okay. So I, I brought this up, I think, a couple of days ago, and, and I was going to talk about it, but we ran out of time. So this is, um, I'm trying to think of what I can say and what I can't say, because I can explain everything, but I don't want to say what band it was. Okay. Just, just not to give it away. Um, all right. So- Last week, uh, our friend Tuggy and I mm-hmm. went to a concert, and it was a big rock band that was here in town, and we happened to know somebody who's working for the band who got us free passes, very generous, like, very awesome. And the only, the only reason I'm not saying this, what band it was, is because I'm not, I don't want to get him in because some kind of- Because of the story that yeah, follows. Yeah, I don't want to get him Which I don't know what it is, which, which all I know is Code Green I know he's something not, happened. I know, I know our friend wouldn't care, but still, I just don't want to do it. So anyway, went, went to this big- 
big rock show. And it was pretty cool because we got to show up. And when you say big rock show, it sounds like me talking about the pop show that I went to. It last, totally is. Yeah, on Monday. yeah. We went to the big rock show. And I went to the pop show. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, so <laughs> so went, to, went to go see this band. And it was pretty cool because we actually got um, kind of all, I think they were all access passes. We didn't really know what they what they would get us since we were on the list. And we didn't really test it out too much, but we got pretty pretty sweet passes. So we could pretty much walk up wherever we wanted to. And, you know, we we're hanging out. Now, keep in mind, this was... Uh-oh. <laughs> ugh, losing my voice. Uh, keep in mind, this was on a weeknight, and um, it's when I really started to realize... Because uh, I used to go to concerts all the time. You know, on weeknights, it didn't matter if you had to get up the next day. None of that, none of that really mattered. But I started to realize I'm getting a little bit older. And so we're, we're there at the concert, and it was supposed to start earlier, and it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And, you know, then the opening band played, started, but they didn't really go on until about 9.30 or 10, and then they went The long. opener didn't go on until then? Yeah. It was, it was, I don't know what the delays were. Oh, I have patience, but not that much. If it starts to get pushed like, exactly. way, way back like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it kept getting pushed back. And so we'd had a couple of drinks, and, but, but during that time, you know, we had, they have a balcony at this place where we were at. And so we walked up to the balcony, you know, and, and went up there and we're just kind of standing there figuring out where we want to sit, mm. you know, up in the balcony with the old people pretty much. And, and we're, I'm standing on the stairs. All people that don't want to stand that long. Yeah. <laughs> Where's a good seat at? <laughs> no, it was mainly because it was so crowded down there. We wanted to get out of the, out of the crowd. And we're standing there just kind of figuring out where we want to go. And I'm standing on the stairs. There's nobody around me. There's nobody coming up and down the stairs. When out of nowhere, there's this guy. And doesn't really have anything identifying him of who he is right off the bat. And he just, he, he looks at me and he goes, you got to get off the stairs. You need to get out of here right now and you need to clear a path. <laughs> like just from zero to, oh my God, this is the biggest, biggest deal in the entire fucking world is happening right now. Because I stalled on the stairs for a second while I was looking. And I, I realized he was a security guy and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. No problem, oh, okay, man. I'll get yeah, up, it's like uh, I'll get okay, up the stairs. you know, me just causing a problem. I'm just like, yeah, all right, dude. Great, you know, there, no need, no need to to go to that level of extreme yelling. Uh, but whatever. And so we we kind of stood off to the side, and they had one of the aisles there with like a really big section at the beginning of the aisle where you could, uh, I assumed, you could kind of stand there. And we were standing next to people. We weren't blocking anybody's view. We weren't in the. We weren't on the uh, staircase. Mm-hmm. No, no problems at all. Just standing there. Actually, smiled and waved to the people that we were standing next to. Everybody was having a good time. No problems whatsoever. It was like the tamest crowd ever. Yeah. And so we're just standing there having a drink, and well, you know, you're up with the, the old people. Yeah. So yeah. we're just standing there having a drink. You guys and, don't want any trouble. You just want to right. get through. You want to make sure you can make it till midnight to see the headline and rock band. Right. <laughs> and so, so we're sitting there having our drink and just watching the the band that was on right then. Stood there for probably about five minutes. No issues whatsoever. When the security guy showed back up again. Now I want to describe this guy. He was he was shorter about my height. Um, had really long like long hair. Okay. And he was doing. He was doing something that was unfortunately very familiar to me, some of his mannerisms. Okay. And it's familiar because of my next door neighbors. My meth head oh. neighbors that I've studied for years and I've talked about this. You know, I am basically a National Geographic expert on meth heads because I, my house looks over my neighbor's house where I get to see their activities and observe their behaviors. This guy exhibited all of them. Oh, man. He was rocking 
back and forth, like couldn't sit still. And oh, the wiggling makes me so uncomfortable. So yes, it was so it was so uncomfortable because he was just so like ball like of he's just, stress. It's like one of those people where it's like he's waiting for you to do something. Oh, anything he was anything. looking for anything to go wrong. Oh, like those and, people who are like trying to desperately make eye contact with like anyone to try and engage them in a conversation. Yes. He's like trying to see if anyone's doing anything that he can maybe like... He needs something to justify yeah. his job that he's standing there on those stairs and something's got to beat them. You know, if it wasn't that, he would be like scrubbing and cleaning something. I don't know what, what would be going on. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, so he's he's got that, this stressed out meth energy going about him. And we're standing there, you know, now off off to the side, not bothering anybody, but that apparently wasn't good enough. So about five minutes had passed, I guess before he realized we were now problems. And so, so he walked up to us while we're just standing there watching a show, not bothering a single person, not in the way of anything. You guys cannot stand there. You can't stand there. You're blocking the path. You need to get out of there right now. Like that level of intensity and yelling. Like, and I, I hate even demonstrating it like that, but that is that is exactly how oh, he was yelling at us. What? Like yelling so at us. So where were you standing? We're, you were just we're standing two on the dudes balcony? Just having a beer. Yeah, standing uh, Yeah, on the balcony where you're supposed to stand. But for whatever reason, he decided that was not the area to be standing in. But we, could, we couldn't stand there. So we're like, all right, man. Okay. We'll we'll move. Like I was really confused at first. I thought maybe he was wrong. Yeah, because uh, we really weren't blocking anything. But I'm like, oh, all right, man. So we just decided because well, now you're on his radar, and that's the worst place that you can be with somebody who has any minuscule amount of like control of the situation is being on like right. a crazy meth head's radar. Crazy meth head, ADD, stressed out oh, radar. God. And this is their security. And I've talked about this before. How I I actually work security on occasion. You know, for the for the art museum. And let me tell you the the worst way to ever approach someone if they're doing something that even that they're not supposed to, especially if they're not aware they're doing something wrong, is to walk up and start screaming at them. <laughs> Generally not going to be their best approach for, for a positive reaction and even to get what you want to have happen. The best way is to just say, hey, man, sorry. Uh, I I hate to do this. Mm-hmm. Like you can't stand right here. We have to clear this area. Just Let's it's a just fire. It it's a fire thing. You can always blame like you know you blame somebody else. And be like yeah, it's a fire code mm-hmm. thing. Boom, done. You get you get everything solved, and everybody's happy. And everybody walks away. Not you need to get out of it right now. Oh my god, you can't stand right there. You are gonna like that. That just doesn't work. So so we 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 both kind of started laughing to ourselves, and we just went downstairs. Like yeah, f- forget this. We're we're canceling the balcony. We're, we're going to go stand downstairs and went to the bar and watched the, watched the opening band. And then it started getting later and both of us started getting a little closer to bed, closer to, you know, it was after supper and everything. And we were both tired and we're like, you know what? And after that experience with that guy, we're like, you know, maybe we should just go. Let's just, let's go. And so Especially if he's already gunning for you. Well, that's where, that's where we did decide to have a little bit of fun. Because we're like, we both decided that we we were we we're ready to head home, and we're like, you know what? Before we go, why don't we go back up to the balcony and just and just poke the bear a little bit? Oh, Greg! <laughs> so I mean, look, the guy had been screaming at us. We're leaving anyway. We had we thankfully hadn't paid for the tickets um, because if I had paid for the tickets, then I would have been really mad. And so we're like, oh. Let's go up and stand up there and just see what happens. And so, so did you stand? We, I stand up here's there. Here's what do you we mean did. Stand in no, the, 
No, okay. we, we did something else. We went, so we went back up to the balcony. And sure enough, uh, Matthew McGee was up there. And what was the venue? You know what? I'll say it because this guy was such a prick. They really shouldn't have it. The Wonder Ballroom. And so we, we went up there and they have, uh, they have a bar that's uh oh yeah they that, have yeah in the balcony there's a i mean there. it's all like i like the wonder but it's always crowded it's always hot and there's yeah. always a huge line for the bar yeah and yeah. well this one upstairs actually they they had that separate bar up there and you know it's a full long bar wraps around mm-hmm. and the bartender's at the far side and then the other side is just empty space so we walked up there and we we're watching the show and we Sat our beers down at the end of this bar, not by anybody. The bartender's not even serving down there. There's no alcohol down there. It's just basically a table. And we sat our beers down there, and we just kind of leaned on the bar and watched the show. Now, we could see Matthew McGee was getting himself worked up. Matthew McGee. And he was he was behind us. And sure enough, he walked right over to us. And he's like, you guys can't stand there. Nobody knows where the line for the bar is. They don't know where they're going to go to go to get their drinks. You need to get off of this thing. You need to get off of this bar. And and I mean, I'm not going to lie. I started laughing because I looked at the line. And right as he's saying that, people are walking right by us, right to the line. We're nowhere near the line. And, and we're causing zero problems, like zero problems at all. We're not blocking anything. We're not doing anything. But you knew that you were doing something. But we something. knew we were doing it. Yeah, we were working about. don't even say like, but we were But we weren't anything. really doing anything. We just knew this was going to bother him at this point. So we're standing there. He's like, you need to get over here. And both of us, both of us go, nah, we're, we're good. And we, and we kept standing there. That really got him worked up. It's like, oh, I'm not kidding. This is the third time I've had to talk to you guys. You need to get over this table. And oh, at yeah, this you point, were on the radar. You and, were screwed the second he talked to you the first time. Well, and at this point, it was attracting attention from uh, from some of the other people who were watching the concert over there. And there was this couple that was sitting on a, on a bench, kind of behind this, and I could see them past him. And the, they're both like smiling, like bewildered of why this guy is screaming. <laughs> and the guy's just kind of laughing. And so he he stands up and he walks over to me. He's like, "Man, you're welcome to come sit next to us. I don't know what's going on here." And and so I was laughing too. I'm like, "Nah, it's all good. Thanks. We're, we're good." And. And so we kept standing there, and he's like, look, this is your last warning. I'm going to call this in. I'm going to call this in. We're like, like, what are you going to call in? We're literally just standing there, not causing a problem, intentionally not escalating the situation with any kind of language or yelling back or anything. But you're pissing him off and the fact that you're laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, we were, I was kind of laughing. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. And so then he pulls out his radio. And that's when he calls it in. We got a code green. We got a code green up here on the balcony. We got a code green right now. I need him. <laughs> we got a code green. And just starts yelling about a code green. That and, is so odd. Like, um, I don't think I've ever, like, I've heard people get kicked out, but I've never heard a code green. I have no idea what that means. And and so, uh, yeah, call it into who? I guess to I guess to the other security guards. So at that point, there there was another guy that showed up. And this guy... You could tell by the look on his face that he was used to dealing with Matthew McGee, but yet he still had to come up and do his job. Oh, and that's the worst when you have to work with somebody that you know is like either like a crackhead right. or like really shitty at their job. And it's like, and this guy's both. why isn't anybody? This guy was yeah. both of those things. It's like, why doesn't anybody know? Because you don't want to like say anything to the boss, but at the same time, you're like, don't you have eyes? Can't you see that this is not? It's not person? an issue. Like yeah. this isn't where you escalate. You don't escalate things for no reason. Um, but, but we were a code green. And so when the other guy showed up, both of us were like, it's, it's all good, man. We're, we're going. We're, don't, 
Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. And so we were, we were leaving, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's what ended up happening. That is what the code green was. Did and that's looks, what I still don't know what a code satisfied? green Uh I don't know. It's hard to tell with the methy jitters. I wonder if it's like venue specific or if that's like something that... I don't do. know. And to be fair, like the other security guards were all pretty fine. I mean, we honestly didn't really have much of a need to interact with any of them. I think I asked one guy what our passes got Whoa, us Whoa, all right. So I'm looking this up. Check this out. So there uh-huh. are like different um, codes for different things. Like code blue is... I'm, I'm looking at this just... I don't know... What is a code is. green? So code blue, it says is like a, someone's having a cardiac arrest... Or a medical emergency. I don't know if this is just like a blanket statement for everybody. Code brown, in-facility, hazardous spill. Code green, evacuation. Yeah. Okay, so it's an evacuation where he's got a... Does this guy... I'm, what I'm wondering is if he has just made up his own codes or whether maybe they actually have venue-specific codes. Oh God, what if they're like, Jesus Christ, Jimmy, just say that you need just, to remove something. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know whether he was just making this up or not, but it was a very, very serious violation that we had committed by standing in the balcony. It was it was a wow. very serious issue that had Matthew McGee code green code green. We got a code green. Was he in like a little like a walkie talkie? Uh, yeah, yeah. He had a little radio with him. He was oh radioing into his buddies, and again, the buddies were completely fine. I mean, the guy was like, yeah, "All right, yeah." We didn't even we didn't even make him go through the spiel of you guys have to leave. We're just like, <laughs> don't even worry about it, man. We're Keelan going. in the chat said he probably showed up with handwritten handouts for what all of his codes mean <laughs> for the other bouncer. <laughs> I don't know, but man, anybody who is that worked up over stairs and a table yeah. was pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, in this town in particular, I mean, I know some great bouncers, but I also know like some bouncers at many of the music venues around town uh-huh. that get away with doing a lot of horrible shit. To oh people. yeah. Yeah. And they get away well, with that's it the because thing. they're the authority. Like had I the authority. Had I had I paid for these tickets and and really wanted to see, I would have been furious at how he was treating us. At this point though, since we were ready to go and you know, again, thank you to my buddy for the hookup on the tickets. It just wasn't worth it. We just decided to have yeah. fun with it. Well, and the thing is that sucks about venues in particular is like if someone if someone decides they have their eye on you because yeah. of something like and literally some allegation only- false or if like you did something you know false or if you did do something that yeah drawn their attention. Well, like, let me tell you too. While I, why I was also on like extra good behavior was because I was hooked up. With the tickets, like yeah. I was, I was no way. Oh, I know that you wouldn't going I'm, to try try to cause a problem. Or I've heard be all of your shit apple stories obstinate. from when you were like a, a turd going to shows. I know you know the the code now. I know that you wouldn't like take advantage of the fact that your friend got you free tickets. Yeah, like yeah. you wouldn't be a, a you know a jackass about it. Well, I mean, I wasn't even a jackass when I was younger. I would just would have gotten would have drank too much and then got myself removed. That's a different situation. By jumping on the stage. Uh, oh yeah, I did do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you that's did. right. Yeah. I was 17 when I did that, that, though. I was 17 when I did that, though. That's, in all fairness. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I knew what was going to happen. They said, don't jump on the stage. And I jumped on the stage. And sure enough, out I went. And there you went. That was a fair use. Mm. That was fair. I didn't even protest it then, either. It's like, no, yep. All right. You got me. Got me. (laughs) (laughs) You said what not to do, and I I, did it. I can't even do that. And here's my punishment. Yep. Uh, But anyway, code green. (laughs) So there we go. That's the code green. Wow. I kind of want to know if I've ever seen this guy. Do you look familiar? Yes, I, I see him in the face of every meth head that walks down the yeah, street. Yeah, I mean, long hair. That's the only difference between the normal meth. He's a, I don't know. 
I don't know if you've seen him before or not. Okay. I mean, if you if you have, you were probably annoyed. Yeah. I mean, he's a, a very annoying presence. Okay. But there we go. Code green. green. We got a code green. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we um, see? We've got a few things we have to get to today. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Bring and Matt I have in, some, Yeah, and, and I have some good world of crazy. Okay, cool. And I do need to touch up on some ball talk. Oh, is the thing over? Mm. Oh, let's hear about Greg's glorious comeback. I'm sure mm. for the tournament of the insanity before April. Turn. Yeah, well, that was close. Tournament of Champions m- month before. I don't remember. All right, we'll leave it at that. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Like a. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we are back. And here we are. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, that shirt is amazing. By yeah. the way, I'm still. I'm All right, well, do you want to say so? He's hanging out with us for a little bit. We are hanging out with our friend Matt and his dog, Nomar, who mm. is simultaneously cute and terrifying. Yes. All at the same time. Is Nomar <laughs> like a Boston. Boston Terrier? Boston Terrier. Yeah. Boston Terrier. Okay. He's a Boston and he's adorable and he has butter's eyes, which means uh, for any longtime listener, she, um, he has one blue and one brown eye. Yes. And he's adorable. It is amazing. Uh, um, but yeah, Matt uh, did bring me an amazing shirt, so that's all I'm I know. You're, people are going to try to pretty much murder you to get yes. that shirt. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That that probably will happen. <laughs> um, all right. Should we do some World of Crazy? Um, I have some... Solid world of crazy really? today. Excellent. I'm pretty excited. Okay. I'm pretty excited. Like sometimes it's like, all right, like I'll have some filler stories, and then like I'll have the one like that, like the punch at the end. Yeah. I I'm pretty proud of all of them. Okay. Yeah. It's all right. Pretty good stuff. All right. Hello, my friends. Why? Why with the accent? I don't know. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. My world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg, first up, I want to ask you this because I want, I'm curious to see if this is something that you would do. So, for $10,000, well, let's just imagine that you have uh, vast amounts of wealth. In a world where (laughs) Greg has $10,000, this story is unbelievable already. (laughs) All right, in a world where you, where, you know, 10,000 is just like a drop (laughs) in the bucket to you, where where it's no problem. If you had $10,000 and you were traveling, to the Republican National Convention. Okay. <laughs> All of these things. This is, okay. In an alternate universe <laughs> where I'm rich and Republican. Well, and if you're heading to Bath, Ohio this summer, okay. would you, with that $10,000, if given the opportunity, stay in Jeffrey Dahmer's boyhood home? Because oh. now that is a possibility that you can rent it. Fuck no. No way. You would not do it. No. Not do His it. house is still standing? Don't they normally tear down serial killers' houses? For $10,000 for one month, like, you can rent the home where Jeffrey Dahmer killed a boy and buried his body. Oh, my God. The Ohio childhood home of serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer uh, is now, yeah, so it was available for $8,000 a month until Friday afternoon when the price went $8, up. $8,000 a month? Yeah, for a tiny house, I guess, in Bath, Ohio, which are, is 26 miles south of Cleveland. Are people actually doing this? Have people actually rented it? For that? Oh, yes. Well, there it, it's up for rent, but people currently rent it. So the home where Dahmer grew up and in 1978 committed his first murder is where the convention is scheduled to be held in July. Oh. The listing on a real estate company website initially included a reference to Dahmer, but on Friday they decided that was in poor taste and removed it. Although they did increase the price by $2,000 a month to 10000 Wait, so what makes the house worth 
if it's not because of Dahmer, crazy Dahmer people, what makes it worth ten grand a month then? Oh, uh, let's see. I don't. It's like not a very like nice looking house. I mean, that's it's ridiculous. A three, it's a three bedroom, two bath. Is it a uh, good area or something? Or? Two thousand one hundred seventy square foot home. Um, let's see. It's a, it's described as a mid century modern home with a true park like setting. Smoking and animals, okay. This is Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home. That's like what it says about it. Wow. That's the listing. I'm more scared of the people that are paying ten grand though to rent it. Well, let me ask you this: Would you stay there for the night? Ignore the price. Would you stay there for a night? And Jeffrey Dahmer's like, stay in his bedroom. I don't know if I could, because that's true evil. Oh yeah, like, I, I mean, like that's, the I like like the supernatural he ate and that people. kind. Of, I know, I mean, like he cooked them in his kitchen, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I couldn't. I don't think I could do it. I don't it. want to be around it. I don't know if I could do it. Whether there's, you know, ghost stuff or not, I don't want to be around that. Yeah, I uh-huh. don't know. It's too real. Mm-hmm. Like, if a place is haunted, that's one thing. But yeah, if you're somewhere where somebody p- physically m- murdered, you know, cut up and ate somebody and then buried them in the basement. It's being asked, was that the home where he did it, but he, he did kill somebody in the house? Is that what... In 1978, at 18 years old, Dahmer killed so a teenage his- hitchhiker, then dismembered and buried oh. the body in a shallow grave behind the bathhouse, which is now for rent. Oh. Uh, so the homeowner is a guy by the name of Chris Butler, who uh, who is a member of the Akron-based punk band, The Waitresses. I don't know. Bought okay. the house in 2005 for uh, $295,000 after its history was disclosed. Oh, man. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do I it. I don't know. I'm curious to know if Rick Emerson would. Because I yeah, think that he would. He, he would. Yeah, Rick would. He would. He Rick. Would. Rick is the kind of person that would do that. Like he wanted. He wouldn't the, pay ten grand. Who's the, who's the clown guy? There. Who's the killer? John clown? Wayne Gacy. Yeah, John. Like because I remember that, he Rick, was the clown one, right? Yeah, because Rick really wanted some of his uh, like art that he was doing from oh, jail. I remember yeah, that. No, I'm like, I don't uh-uh, want that. I don't uh-uh. want that. That's just there's just something about it. Whatever you believe in, I uh, no. Yeah, that's I don't too be around that. much. Mm-mm. Like a haunted house, like something sure. you know that's like haunted from ghosts from you know eighteen hundreds. That's Ooh, fine. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like an actual body. No. All right. Okay. Uh, next up, out of New Jersey, out of Teaneck, New Jersey. This is an actual headline, and it says: "Gangster turkeys are destroying property and intimidating residents in a New Jersey town." Okay. Gangster turkeys. All right. What makes them gangster? Well, let me tell you. A group of wild turkeys have struck fear into the hearts of <laughs> residents of a New Jersey town by harassing them and causing property damage. It's a band of this, wild turkeys. This sounds like a South Park sketch. No, but it's true. Uh, it's not a South Park sketch to one Courtney Lo- Lopchinsky. <laughs> oh, please tell me there's a terrified woman who's who's been... Of Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, that a wild the- turkey burst through her kitchen window as she was <laughs> eating dinner with her children. Now, Courtney, was she eating turkey? She <laughs> that is the, that's the that only way that could be better. <laughs> well, Courtney says, I grabbed the kids and we literally for, ran for our lives out of the house because we were so scared. That's my Jersey accent. Oh, that's pretty good, yeah. All of a sudden, uh, it went straight through the window. We were covered in glass. The turkey was covered in mud and water and kept flapping its wings and throwing mud and water everywhere. The turkey burst through the window. Burst through the window, covering them in glass <laughs> and mud and water. Now, um, this isn't the first time that this happened. Yes. Uh, oh, what happened to my others? What the heck? Sorry. Um, so she said this isn't the first time that she had heard about this happening. She said they're like gangster turkeys. <laughs> they terrorize kids at bus stops and chase people to their cars. 
Now, the turkey caused $6,000 worth of property damage to Lopchinsky. $6,000? Yeah, and she said that this turkey in particular is part of a wild pack of four <laughs> turkeys wandering the neighborhood, causing trouble. <laughs> now, the New Jersey... This is New Jersey. How come they haven't just been shot at right? this point? Right, right. not everybody own a gun in New Jersey? I would, I would assume so. I just, yeah, that's... I, mean, I that's assume, kind of what yeah, I thought. with your birth certificate and you get a gun. Yeah, so New Jersey Fish and Wildlife <laughs> are working to trap and relocate the, the turkeys. But uh, Health Officer Ken Catter... Encourages residents to avoid the turkeys as they are particularly aggressive uh, during their mating season, which is happening right now. He says, start by not confronting the turkeys to start with. You can chase them away by making noises, uh, squirting them with water hoses, or even having your dog bark at them. I'm still confused how $6,000 worth of damage was occur- occurred because of this turkey. Are you saying that Courtney Lipchinsky is I'm a liar? I'm saying Courtney, yeah. Are you saying that Courtney Lipchinsky might be exaggerating the truth a little? I'm just a bit. Just a bit. Poor Courtney. What, what was her Courtney Lipchinsky is a Lipchinsky. She would never do it. I'm never. Sure. Never. Okay. Don't you dare talk about her like that. All right. I'm sorry. I would be kind of terrified if there was a band of wild turkeys in my neighborhood. I mean, they are there big. Are lots of, there are lots of chickens. I in love my turkey. I like turkey's my favorite food. That's so random. Yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, I would probably be their number one enemy. It came down to it. What? Because you do some country justice and. Then eat them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I totally eat one. Okay. Well, from New Jersey to Wisconsin, this is one of my favorite headlines of the day. A 29-year-old Wisconsin stripper. Oh boy. Has been arrested for biting a customer's crotch during a lap dance. Oh. That's okay. Yes, this is the story of a lovely young lady. Who was working at Diamond Jim's Strip Club. Oh, it already sounds classy, It is. It is. Diamond Jim's. Rock County. (laughs) Rock County, Wisconsin. Now, according to uh, Rock County Sheriff's Office report, deputies were dispatched early this past week to the Diamond Jim's Strip Club in response (laughs) to a battery complaint. Specifically, a customer reported that he was, quote, bitten in the crotch by a dancer. This young man's name is Derek Roth, 24 years young. He told investigators that he had, quote, given a dancer a few dollars to do her thing. (laughs) The dancer, Derek Roth added, placed her head into his crotch and was moving it around. This is his description? Yes. But by one... uh, She placed her head in my crotch and was moving it around, doing her thing. Well, (laughs) once... Uh, let's see. So, but uh, at 1.45 a.m., the performance the performance screeched to a halt when the dancer, later identified as 29-year-old Meshiokia White. Meshiokia? Sure. Meshiokia White. Wait, what, is that her stripper name? I, I don't know. She's doing it wrong in that way, because that's way too hard to say. I know. Yeah, Meshiokia. Let's call her White. All okay. Right. Later identified as 29-year-old Ms. White. Allegedly bit Roth in the crotch. When questioned by deputies, White, uh, who, if you want to look up her um, mugshot, it's quite glorious. Uh, well, I can't spell the name. It's M E S H H E O K I A K I A Meshiokia, right? Meshiokia. 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 Okay. Anyway, Ms. White. Oh, and there's a picture of the gentleman who had his. Oh yeah. Who, was ha- who gave the dancer a few dollars to do her thing? <laughs> yeah. I gave her some dollars to do her thing. 
Uh, Ms. White appeared intoxicated and didn't remember anything I was talking about, a deputy reported when he was questioning her. A subsequent review of security footage confirmed uh, Derek Roth's story. As a result, White was arrested for battery and booked in the county jail. Now, the report does not disclose the extent of the energies, uh, of the injuries from the Wisconsin stripper suffered by Roth. Uh, as a result of the alleged <laughs> biting at Diamond Gyms, a gentleman's club that features n- fully nude dancers and recently installed uh, nearly $1,000 of new dynamic lighting systems. Oh, nearly $1,000 nearly of lighting. By the way, if you find yourself near Diamond Gyms, again, that's in Rock County in Wisconsin, if you find yourself near uh, Diamond Gyms, during the snowy months, they offer free admission to any patron who rides their snowmobile to the club. They have a snowmobile to the club? Now that I would do. You get free admission to Diamond Gym. A free ride on a snowmobile to the strip club. If you ride, no, no. If you Wait. ride, oh, your, if you ride your own snowmobile, you're rewarded for riding your snowmobile to gotcha. Diamond Gyms during okay. the strip the, er, during the snow months. For some reason, I thought they came and picked you up with a snowmobile because that yep. would be a great service. That would be a great service. That would be awesome. Ooh. Okay. Diamond Gyms would have gone above and beyond for that. <laughs> By the way, their mug shots. If you look the, them up, they fit perfectly. Each one of them. That's exactly. Probably how you would think it would be. <laughs> they, they match their story. Um, they look exactly how you would think they yep, would. <laughs> yep. All right, and my favorite story is this: two people have been arrested after fighting over crab legs at a buffet. Oh boy! Is that a Manchester, Florida? Now, police say that two people were arrested after fighting over crab legs in a buffet line. Now, the fight happened uh, this past weekend at around 8 p.m. at the Royal Buffet at West Middle Turnpike, according to police. Now, the situation escalated into a physical uh, altercation during which a 21-year-old man suffered a cut lip and broken tooth after being punched (laughs) in the face for trying to cut in line to get the crab legs at the buffet. Now, now, are there? I mean, it's a buffet. Shouldn't it be unlimited crab legs? Well, you have to wait for them to bring out more crab legs, and maybe they were just that hungry. Okay. So somebody cut in line? Are you saying you haven't been hungry enough to like punch somebody to in the punch. face and break their teeth? I mean, I do like crab legs. They're okay. Well, uh, the guy who was punched uh, who was punched in the face and suffered the cut lip and a broken tooth was with his mother in line for the buffet, <laughs> and his mother used pepper spray on the assailant <laughs> in an attempt to keep her son from being assaulted further and wasn't facing any charges because it was self-defense. Uh, wow. So the two people that were doing so, the assaulting. So some uh, there's probably a lot of poor bystanders that got hit with the pepper spray too. Yes. So uh, they were assaulted by um, two people named Clifford Clifford and Lataya Knight. They were both arrested. Now Clifford is facing a third degree assault and disorderly conduct. <laughs> so, so the other guy cut in line. Yes. So no. So they cut in line. Clifford Clifford and Lataya Clifford cut, and in Lataya line, cut, cut in line. In front of those And guys. then they punched him too? And then the guy told him not to cut in line to steal the delicious crab, crab legs, to which point he was Excuse me, in the face. sir, don't cut in line. Excuse, that's what I said. Excuse we all me, like kind delicious sir. crab legs. Wait your turn for your delicious crab legs. Well, uh, so they were both end up uh, being released on bail, and they have a court date of April 14th. Uh, the Manchester Fire Department uh, had to respond to the restaurant also because the vents were not working properly in there, and everyone was exposed to the pepper spray. Uh, of course, yep. <laughs> Why would they Man, not Man, what... What turns do you have to take in life where you end up getting arrested for punching someone in a buffet line? Like, how do you get to that point? Like, in what life? happens like right before that? Yeah, like, or, or just even the, the leading before? up. Yeah, the moments, but I mean, even the years leading up to that. Like, what what sends you in that direction? I don't know. It is. 
It is perplexing. Like you think about that. Like how close am I in my decisions I'm making? Right. To being just like a bad <laughs> bad day away from punching somebody in line at the buffet. Yeah, it's a little, like how many days do I like honestly have between me and uh-huh. punching someone in the line at a buffet for? I mean, we all legs. we all have choices we can make. We do have like, choices. They, that was the path they took. Like, which one veered them off the course? I don't know. To the buffet punching. That's tough. Room. I used to go to buffets quite a bit with my old roommate. You're such a buffet person. <gasps> Did I tell you? Sorry, as a side note. When I'm saying you're such a buffet person, I was talking to my sister uh, when I was at the coast, and I was telling her how uh, you used to date foreign exchange students, and without <laughs> missing a beat, she's like, oh, he totally looks like a guy that dates foreign exchange students. <laughs> and you totally look like a guy that would really like a good buffet. <laughs> we we would go, the thing is, I can't eat that much, so I would like space it out, but um, the people watching is Would you just park there for hours? It's, it, it's wait until you got hungry again? The people and watching back? is amazing. I also had a roommate I could pay him to eat weird things, too, so that was always was fun. You still pay people to eat weird oh, things. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it anytime I can. I paid him, I think I paid him $3 one time, and we lined up 10 creamers and opened them all up, and he shot each one of them down the down the line. 10 creamers, $3. It was worth. That's normally higher than I go. I try to stick to $1 and see what I can get people to do. I went all the way up to $3 for that, though, because I had to see it. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Well worth the $3. Oh, right. So you're probably closer than me. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what we're getting to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. There you have it. That's your world of crazy. I feel like I'd be the guy that got punched, though. Yeah. Because you'd probably situation. be the one that was trying to cut. Oh, wait. But that would be somebody cutting you. Um, yeah. You'd be the cutter in that line, so that you'd be the puncher. Well, I mean, if there were a limited amount of crab legs, I mean, you do want to get some crab legs. Especially if you go to the buffet. I mean, that's that's premium stuff. That's true, because if like everyone it's takes all like the good stuff. It's not like bread or salad or fillers, filler crap. The bullshit you know, fillers. rice or something. Yeah. No, crab legs, that's what you're paying the money for. That's the sustenance yeah. right there. Yeah, that's the key to buffets. Skip the bread. Skip the rice. Skip the potatoes. All they're trying to do is fill you up so you don't eat the good stuff. That's the key. Okay. That's the key to it. Thank you. All right. I'm just. That's a little little tip from me. No, I don't want to do any ball talk today. You probably should. <sighs> I'm Greg Nebler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. So there's an NCAA men's tournament that happened, and people filled out brackets, and that's over now, and Villanova won. Um, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, wait. I think that we might need to refresh ourselves on the Tournament of Champions to see how that all turned out. Because all right. you know what, Greg? You did put this together, and you asked people to participate, which many, many, many people did. And I think that you owe the people a goddamn recap. All right. Well, let's just say this. Statistically, I, th- I think I still did. Statistically, I did amazing. And I filled my bracket out in less than three minutes, and I just picked words that I liked (laughs) or like places that like kind of sounded like things that I liked. And I ranked, I came in motherfucking number seven. Number seven. Single digits. Single digits. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little bit behind that. A little bit. Wait, I'm clicking through. So let's see. Next page. All right. Wait. No, you're not on that one. Let me go next. Wait. No, you're not on that. I'll just. Are you on the last? Oh, the last. There. Wait. There he is. Uh, Fun Employment Radio. Greg Nibbler's champion bracket. Oh, looks like the little champ didn't do so well. <laughs> Mr. Nibbler comes in at a healthy number 44. I was better than six. No. These people didn't 13 fill out. other people. They didn't fill out their bracket. Well, let me just say this. Uh, Eloise, I finished 
Oh, no, we were in a tie. Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay, Ron of Ron's recent mole bracket totally kicked his ass. And a few oh, you also people. beat Tony from Tony's top notch bracket. Uh, yeah, you, bring, Andy the you Mighty beat like Southeast. three people. Yeah, well, that's what I'm focusing on. You focus on mm-hmm. what you win. Well, we need to congratulate And then who- there were 43 other people. Oh, let me tell you about the congratulations that are going to happen <laughs> here. So, um, <laughs> I haven't responded to any of the emails over the last couple of days. That's rude. But I've received quite a number of emails from not only the winner, but also the winner's family letting me know <laughs> that she won. So, the winner with the bracket Drop Load Loves Stripper Soup. Is Jitty. Yeah, so she finished number Jitty. one, 125 points. Actually, she was far and away number one. Number two, which I'm so glad he didn't win so that I didn't have to hear shit from him forever. He, he pretty much uh, went. Everyone won against you for the most part, except for the people that didn't fill out their brackets all the way. Number two, Tristan. Tristan uh, Mayer with his bracket. So who's coming in second? And he finished second. And number three is Tala. Whose bracket's name is Portland Pooper Survivor 2015, <laughs> which in fact she was because she did witness the she Portland Pooper. She witnessed it. That's right. We talked about that. She witnessed the Pooper in action. She actually witnessed it, and like she had to stay inside of the building. And yeah, because the Pooper was out there. She is a survivor. And we do want to give a um, a shout out, honorable mention to, of course, uh, our buddy I'm Jez. Not, I'm not giving any honorable mentions. If you're below Jez, third, Jez you don't count. Came in. <laughs> Jez came in. At- <laughs> Cherry, uh, with his bracket, Cherry's Waffles Tennis at a decent number four. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes, Jenny, you won. Trist, I like how Tristan's bracket name, too, was So Who's Coming in Second. The That's answer is you, Tristan. I love how much Sarah listens to everything that I say. Oh, did you already say that? went over that. Sorry, I was busy like reading all the people ago. that beat you. I was totally distracted. <laughs> I was trying to find my way back from the last page <laughs> from where you were. All right. Well, there we go. Congratulations, Jenny. You won. Greg, that's really nice of you. Statistically, I still think I was better. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I will say that the ending of the Villanova North Carolina game, since I had neither of them in the championship, I didn't even I didn't watch it until the last two and a half minutes. Best two and a half minutes of college basketball I've ever seen. I was actually amazing. It, it was that Monday night, the sad night in the casino. Yeah. And oh, that was you watched happening. it. So I was in the casino, and all of a sudden, I heard a whole bunch of people screaming, and I'm like, "What?" Because I thought maybe somebody won like some like huge jackpot or something, and then it was the whole Villanova thing. So I didn't yeah. see it on the yeah the get, I didn't there see were, it after it happened. There was a five seconds left three pointer or less, like a, an amazing shot that uh, that tied the game. I think it was. So it was going to go to an overtime, and then Villanova hit a literal last second shot. Like it left his hand, the buzzer hit, and then it. Poof, Three wow! Point. Three point. I mean, it was it was amazing. Okay, it, was, it sounded it amazing, amazing from the reaction. Like, go back and watch the uh, last okay. two minutes of the game. Gotcha. Well, I saw all the Villanova people like rolling on the ground and crying. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they won. Yeah, they won. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we do have one uh, birthday before we go. We do. Why don't we do? Let's do two birthdays. Two birthdays. Two birthdays. We're gonna oh, do oh, one oh, oh, early oh. birthday. In honor of the tournament winner. Okay, because well, then we'll, we'll save that one for seconds. So that way okay. you can give a full one. No, yeah, all right. <laughs> because she deserves it. Okay. Um, so we got uh, an email from Samantha. 
Samantha. Samantha wrote and said, uh, my boyfriend's a huge fan of yours. He listens every day. And uh, his birthday is April 5th, which is today, but I know you guys don't have a show. So I wanted to see if you could wish him a happy birthday on the 6th. His name is Tyler, and he's amazing. Oh, Tyler. Tyler. Ooh, Samantha thinks you're amazing. Oh, she put like a heart sign, too. Oh, so she like super loves him. Oh, this is getting a it's pretty a mushy awkward. email. Yeah. A little awkward. Yeah. All right. Well, a little uncomfortable <laughs> now. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Tyler, because we didn't have a show yesterday. Greg uh, is going to give you one extra birthday day. Mm, all right. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. All right. And it is her birthday tomorrow. So I'm giving the. That doesn't mean you can celebrate today. You have to wait until tomorrow. Really great. Well, I mean, per birthday rules, you know, she might not listen to the you show. You gave Tyler tomorrow. an extra day. Why don't you give both of them this she, extra day? Ginny already won. She already won I'm sorry, who? the whole bracket. Who was it? Ginny? The yeah. number one winner? Yes. The queen? I'm not calling her the champions. queen. I'm not calling her <laughs> the queen of the tournament of the champions. Victor? She won. Yes, she, she won. won. She is the winner. All right. Well, it is her birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday today. Happy birthday, Jenny. <laughs> happy birthday, Jenny. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. Jenny, let me just say this to uh, your sister. I've got, I received like two or three emails <laughs> from, from all people <laughs> all bragging about your win and then also asking that we wish you a happy birthday. So That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Greg, the best thing about like doing, you know, competing with you in something is that you're not a sore loser at all. Like it's no way like pulling teeth to have you. No. Congratulate oh, people. It was uh, Jenny's brother and sister-in-law. Yeah, they both were. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's proud of her. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, you can uh, if you uh, like to listen live to the Fun Employment Radio Network or get access to all of the wonderful things we have in the archives or just plain support the network. And if you listen to this show all the time, we really do appreciate it. You can subscribe for six ninety nine a month. And then you can listen to all of the wonderful shows on the network, you know, and get access to all of those things. And it uh, supports us greatly. It does. So thank you to Helps everybody who does on. that and understands that that does help us out. We really, it really do does. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And all of you. Yep. And we appreciate Matt for hanging out with us. Yes. Along with Nomar. Beautiful and terrifying. So is Matt. <laughs> <laughs> the dog matches the man. <laughs> the dog matches the man. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Um, Geek in the City on this evening. Awesome. Around 6.30-ish p.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network. I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. And then we're back at 11 a.m. tomorrow for oh, live yeah. listeners. I'm so discombobulated, but I keep thinking it's Monday. It is not Monday. Tomorrow is Thursday. Tomorrow is Thursday. We'll be live at 11 a.m. Alex Falcone on tomorrow. <gasps> Very cool. Yep, so Alex is awesome. coming by. All right, thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.